0: In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. ARE YOU
1: READY FOR SOME FOOTBALL?
0: Now that that's out of the way, let's get into the picks. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Jeremiah, would you like to go first? Okay, uh, did we stop at 16 last time? Yes, we did. We went through 16. We're on 17. Okay. All right. I want to make sure.
1: All right. Uh, sure, I'll start us off. All right. My top five needs that I have for them, or for them, I should say, or wide receiver because, I mean, they're losing Mike Williams in the free. And also, they led the league in drops this past year. The receiver tight end would be crucial with this pick. If one's available, that's good enough. Okay. And besides, I think, the left side, like maybe guard or right tackle, right, or or defensive tackle. And so the best okay. player I had, or well, I say the best player on the board, but I think right now was defensive tackle Jordan Davis. And you, you have, have Joey Bosa on the edge, edge. and you have got Aaron Jones secondary, and, and you also have I want to say Chris. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's it's a it's a, it's a young but also proven secondary that's kind of raw but also you've got veteran. So I had them taking Jordan Davis because I felt like nose tackle is kind of the weakness, and that's the biggest area that they could improve on. Okay. Because he would be the run stopper. pass first run outside Joey Bosa, and then you have a secondary locked up and a second-level middle linebacker, Kenneth Murray there. You're pretty sick. Okay. You kind of see where my thinking's out. Uh,
0: yeah, I see where you're
1: going. I got that. Hmm. I mean, I can make cakes very easily on the offensive side. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so what's your pick, Eric?
0: Okay, well, Los Angeles, like you said, the Chargers need wide receiver very desperately, so I have them taking probably the la- the next best wide receiver on board at this pick. I have them taking Jahan Dotson, wide receiver from Penn State. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, it's it's I- solely because I get your angle with the defensive tackle, but the problem I have is outside of Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen, they have, uh, let's just say, next to no wide receiver depth, depth whatsoever. Yeah. And I feel like they need that third person, especially if they re-sign Mike Williams, and I think they will. Yeah.
1: I it had a slot. I, or I'm, You can make a, the the case, sorry, that Plus, Mike Williams is number two. Because Mike Williams, he's kind of been questionable at times. He's kind of been just that jump ball receiver in the red zone a little bit. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I got you. Well, here's the thing. And I'll tell you why he's been questionable. Because Keenan Allen has been, in my opinion, downgraded to number two. Because he hasn't been targeted near as much since Mike Williams started starting for the Chargers, you know, he's been so reliable so far that Keenan Allen's kind of been dropped back to number two whenever Mike Williams was the perfect number two. You know, it's kind of like Mike Evans was the number one in Tampa Bay, and Chris Godwin was second, and mm. that's when they started driving a lot, but then Chris Godwin started getting more catches than Mike Evans, and you saw what happened. So and, and I you can, that,
1: yeah. and, and I was going to say, you can make the point that it, the reason Case Sorry, Keenum, but uh, I'm sorry, I keep, keep, keep Keenum. You're okay. But, was, it, the, and so forth. What? Last year, one reason I believe is they weren't necessarily competing because you, they're often, their offense, offense was kind of questionable. It was kind of kind of saying so he wasn't competing at a high level. Kind of was last year with the Bengals when they had Joe Burrow. And I mean their offense was okay, but it didn't have Jamar Chase and top Boyd, Joe Mixon, CJ Uzma or Uzama that are still with him as of this day, but minus AJ AJ Green he just didn't want to play last year. And of course he was on to tag and he wanted to get out of heat. And you really don't and like yeah, like Sam, blame So I, I kinda see the reason why I guess behind that. Okay. Well turned out that they could be competing the and So I think that if they do pick a wide receiver tied in here with this pick, they will start at high level and challenge. Teams. In many ways, for the division next year, I really believe they're a key piece away from doing that. They've just shown that they can. can They beat the Chiefs in one game last. They they they, they definitely have separated themselves from the Broncos and Raiders, so it looks like it'll just be a, person or two team race in the the division.
0: Right. It's completely true. All right. I guess we'll move on to pick number 18. You want to start? Okay. I don't mind. Um, All right. So for the New Orleans Saints, their biggest need right now is quarterback. I don't trust Trevor Simeon at all. Taysom Hill needs to work on his arm way more if he ever wants to start. And Jameis Williams – or Jameis Winston, waste of waste of a contract. So I have them taking probably the best um, player for the Saints system right now. Okay. And that is Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina. Okay, I like that. I like that. I know he's somewhat of a project, and I realize that every single quarterback in this draft is raw and is more of a project, but I feel like Sam Howell, the way North Carolina played their offense and the way they ran their team, I feel like it's a very direct parallel to how New Orleans kind of runs things over there, especially the offense. You know, North Carolina had some really good um, pass blockers, and you kind of see that in New Orleans. They've really kind of dropped as run blockers but pass blockers they're pretty dang good whenever they have the healthy pass blockers but I feel like Sam Howell going to New Orleans you know new head coach Michael Thomas reportedly supposed to be coming back Um, and you know you get all the assets together like they have and I feel like adding Sam Howell maybe sit a year behind uh, Taysom Hill and then start him in 2023 and cut Jameis. And I feel like that's probably your best bet. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I actually like – Oh, and Ian Book. I forgot about Ian Book. Yeah. That's good. Go I, I like that. So, really, I like it so much, though, Eric is because I have the Saints taking Sam and out how- as well with the 18th- ATK. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, hey. That well, comes out have- out. But anyway, I'll tell you what. But, I
0: think the ball Sam Howell
1: and start good. because he, with, he showed yeah. and just maturity because he had a free runner. So, Somehow saw him out of the corner of his eye, and he stepped up and evaded him it. and ran to the left for like a ten yard gain or so, twelve. We got a first down basically, and that proved in his co- collegiate career, where even last year his, he had to say eight over eight hundred rushing yards and over thirty five hundred passing yards, and he has shown yeah. at times a cannon of an arm. I mean, a cannon. That's true. Has talked about in the past where, where they were talking about Drew Brees that he right when, when he retired, credit him, don't short. And reason he can't oh, that's right. you can't, you know, they're uh-huh. you're predictable, and you're gonna throw it short every time. Yeah. Well, Yank Brees, better than we could, we, everyone will agree with me on this, they're better than Taysom
0: Hill. Jameis Winston or Tur- Oh yeah, by a long shot, by leaps and bounds. Good oh, night. It's like yeah. night and day, 2020 and 2021. I totally agree. And so now with this pick, you have to have a
1: can of an arm that Drew Brees had necessarily. I mean, he 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 could throw it. Want to take the deep ball? It was kind of one mid-range, kind of short. Right. I mean, he did he did marked uh, plays, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, uh, I got you.
1: With with, with Sam Howell, he's going to do the smart things as well. But he's also have the he has that ability to throw it deep, especially those six two six three wide receiver. That is an asset that you want, especially for someone like Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think it just it makes too much sense. But like I said, Teron Armstead, he may not be there next year because he's going to free agency, and they have a lot. Of, no, no, I'm sorry, they have any cap space at all. I was Honestly, gonna say, yeah, they're
0: like seventy five million
1: over the cap. They're in in the hole. The first or second most were he they're the most
0: Worse, Worse. worst and I think they're the- it's and New Orleans, I, then Green Bay, and then um, I can't remember. But anyway I just don't think they'll have enough cap space
1: to retain him at all. I mean, like like you said, they're, like, number one, I think. And Yeah. And I think he'll have to make a job at his collegiate career. And even that, what he showed in the Senior Bowl when he gets to the Saints, if he goes to the Saints, I think that would be the option for them. True. Besides maybe a Malik Willis. And I kind of like the whole class is a little overrated, but I feel like – same. I feel like Kenny Pickett might have enough experience to be a legitimate starter, but all of them are projects.
0: Yeah. Projects. Let's see. I only have, uh, how many quarterbacks do I have going in the first round? One, two, and I think three. I only have three quarterbacks going in the first round, in all honesty. Do what? No, you're good. Um, I only have three quarterbacks going in the first round anyway, which is kind of the average for people. Some people have four. Uh, others have, like, every single one, maybe aside from, like, two or three. Um, you know, a lot of people have all the quarterbacks going in the first round. Some have none. But, I mean, it's one of those – it's not a strong quarterback class, and that's what people need to get through their skulls. It's not at all. It's not even close. It's probably one of the lesser quarterbacks. Classes that we've had in a long time.
1: Yeah. Really. yeah. To restate or re say my go about maybe Sam Howell is the best star in quarterback. If Matt Curry is yeah. healthy, I think he actually be the best. Just from what he's. Oh, yeah. But he, he, he's, he's small. He kind of runs the RPO system. And he's shown the ability really? to run power for someone as. as that he is, yeah, which is really and, surprising. Yeah, he's got a can of an arm, <laughs> but oh yeah. I think with the best potential for him, and probably best him to play, and, and then and then, then display the what he has. Right. He, like you make like the case, like okay, let's say hypothetically he goes to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they. And let him sit behind. Uh-huh. And then quite like what the they Jimmy G and Trey Lance. But Jimmy G was more proven. Yeah. Since the Sam and, Donald, he's he kind of he, he was just, drafted what well, was it, seventeen, I think, or mm, no 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 it was uh, eighteen, eighteen. Eighteen.
0: 18. Was it eighteen?
1: Eighteen. And yeah, I was eighteen. That was four years ago. Like, he's still young. So, I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. the best scenario. If you pick a quarterback that high, you can sit a while and learn under veteran quarterbacks, yeah. not necessarily a guy that's only been in the league four years At you have. But still, I mean, that's yeah. the problem. Like, it was wherever you go. Quarterback, i yeah. And so, so, most of these quarterbacks, I think the best case scenario is going in the second round, not, not top to improve yes. their it's it's got to be in the later rounds because that's where you sit behind and prove what you have and move on if if the team the prospect, not gonna, not gonna not if the teams want to jump at the prospects here and not year where there's actually proven talent and capability they will I fear probably have it backfire on them and they will Miss out on some good potential, yeah. Maybe what the Redskins did with Dwayne Haskins, I mean, you can not just the team, it's also the players, which I totally yeah, agree with. I but agree. still, you yeah. want to try to set them up as you can't
0: right. say, "Oh, I wish I did this different," you know? Right. So, well, the biggest thing is like, well, which, what people forget with Dwayne Haskins is he was literally cut. Because wasn't it like he went to an establishment, but didn't, but refused to put on his mask and caused a whole fiasco, and that's yeah. why they cut him and did it like two times. He was a celebrity. He was not. Yeah. Work. Yeah. And, and, he. Had,
1: no. Was yeah. Well, that. there's a, there was a time in the actual game that I remember, and it kind of made it shake my idea about him uh, being kind of immature. It was his first start, I think. No, it was going to be his first win as a starter. Oh, mm-hmm. and oh yeah, I remember that. And I mean, you oh, could make the case as yeah. healing, but he didn't finish mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, if he would have finished mm-hmm. it out. It would have looked good for him. But he was taking pictures of yeah. the fans. But that's not during mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, that's an after. That's
0: after the
1: clock hits
0: zero. That's what you do.
1: Go out there. The team, and then go have fun with
0: them. Yeah, yeah. It's all about maturity. Okay, let's move on to number nineteen, Jeremiah. What do you got? Okay, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Surprise, surprise. Yeah.
1: Taking yep. guard Kenyon Green from Texas A and This is why I have them taking Kenyon Green. Is gotcha. because. Number one, Brandon Brooks, they're all pro, all starter, yeah. guard, just retired. Yeah. Yep. They need to replaced. They need to old because they need the first round, I believe. So that's why they're taking the on line. That's about as simple as it gets right there. <laughs> reload. Well, reload, but they – uh, positions, Um, so it kind of opens up for the offensive line ring, which everyone makes the case when you take offensive line you could have said you could have done something that you needed more but I mean well I don't think I don't think uh, Carroll as much (laughs) or their GM, but yeah, you can make the argument he I don't know, whatever. R- Russell Wilson that's why am obviously because he's not in his younger years anymore where he could just yeah. run literally. Well, and you case as well. One Wayne Brown is going to create true. So that's starting left tackle. Yeah, Juan Brown is probably his best picture last year. So it's true. Do you counter to that. I mean, they could go after someone like Teron Smith, mm-hmm. who we mentioned earlier. The Saints are probably going to lose the for Teron Smith. you could go, go- right after you, know? After right. you know. But they don't have right. first- because they gave that up to the Jets. So, so It'll just. It would be interesting to see what they do this year, but anyway, it would be. That's, that is why I got the Eagles taking offensive guard because Brandon Brooks retired. As simple as it gets. Pretty good choice. We like that. All right, Eric. What you have? <clears throat> what do you have? Who do you have the Eagles taking in nineteen?
0: Well, with them addressing offensive line with Charles Cross at number fifteen and addressing wide receiver with Chris Olave at sixteen in my draft. The last thing I have them addressing is the secondary. So I have the Eagles taking Louis Sain safety out of Georgia. Okay.
1: I like that pick. That's that's a good that's pick. He's, right. a, he's a hard right. hitter. They do need safety sure. because be most likely listen I mean he's, right. he's he's about thirty I think so he's that makes sense yeah, that it's mean.
0: either it's either Louis seen or maybe um uh Andrew booth or Kair Elam, however Elam. you say that name. it's either corner or safety but I feel like Louis seen this high it's plausible at least um like you said he's a big hitter They haven't really had a brutal tackler on the Eagles team since, like, Brian Dawkins, you know. Yeah, Dawkins. Weapon X. But basically what they need to do is help their secondary. And I think it starts – and I think it either starts with Scene here or maybe they take Andrew Booth. Either way, I feel like you've addressed offensive line with Charles Cross at 15 – Crystal Olave at 16 for wide receiver. And now all you need to do is beef up that secondary to help you, you know, defend the pass. Yeah. And maybe even defend the run with Louis Cene. Uh, so it's either corner or safety, but for this draft, for this mock draft, I have them taking Lewis Seen out of Georgia. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. that is- all right. Moving on to number 20. what do you got? Okay, number twenty, I have the
1: Minnesota Vikings who I had previously had traded with the Pittsburgh Steelers so they could move oh, yeah. up to Willis. The Minnesota Vikings taking linebacker Devin Lloyd from Utah. Nice. Someone to pair up with Eric Kendricks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So oh wait, I said sorry, I said Minnesota moving up to number ten. I believe it was number well, they made earlier. Right. It's, or, no, I mean, anyway, sorry. Back to the pick. Devin Lloyd, I feel like, is the best piece. He's are right now. They need yeah. a linebacker. A bar And a free agency. the free agent. Eric Kim getting He needs someone to pair to. So they kind of like to the, the Batman or potentially become the Batman I guess you'd say and yeah they're also losing corners as well in Patrick Peterson. and kind of their one kind of he last year depending on what he would do or how he would fare out because no one really knew because the year prior he, when he was with the Cardinals he, he didn't look as good and fluid in coverage as he years prior and so I'm concerned that he wouldn't prove to be efficient at corner anymore that right. he should be safety mm-hmm. because he's still talk, something natural that he has and that won't go away until well. will uh, but this is, definitely is a can a miss prospect at this point I, I they, 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 miss on this guy like it, it,
0: this guy should say. Yeah, I don't think they should either.
1: They, 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 they are ready to compete, mm-hmm. but they don't have enough talent to compete, and they have a lot of holes and they're prepare for this new head coach coming in. But they need to do it. I would say quickly, eating way, not necessarily trying potential and raw and I mean Devin Lloyd they're proven but I mean he he is kind of, but he, he, he brings you stability Anthony Barr that you need right so that's why I believe I have been taking Devin Lloyd here with the 20th overall pick
0: okay yeah that makes sense
1: All right. Well
0: at number twenty, I don't have the Steelers. I don't have any trades in my draft. Um but sitting at number twenty and I say their biggest problem, and I don't think anyone will deny this, like their quarterbacks are fine for now. I don't think they should pick a quarterback till the second or third round. I think they could get Kenny Pickett in the second. But um and that's a hot take from me. But Pittsburgh right now, their biggest problem is the offensive line. It is tragic. You it's had Yeah, you yeah, had Marquise Pouncey retire. You what had you David DiCastro leave in free agency. You had um shoot, who was the other person?
1: Um Hawker. Oh, uh, uh Villanueva. Villanueva.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Alejandro Villanueva leaving in free agency as well. So you had, you know, three of your key members for years. The stability of that offensive line is completely gone. So here's what I've got him doing. I have Pittsburgh at number 20, taking Ikem Ekwanu, offensive lineman of NC State. That That is a good pick. Yeah. He is a good run blocker. Meaning that Najee Harris will prosper, but I feel like he's got some good pass blocking aspects that no one really talks about.
1: Yeah, yeah, ferocious run blocker, bro. I, I <gasps> totally agree with that dude. He mauls people when they get within five inches of him. No, <laughs> like no, they get yeah. Feet yeah. literally they. Are five yard radius he, of him is he, getting mauled. He's getting pancaked. No. People it is how many? They're just it, it, he and he's even shown that in past blocking where he just he was hitting people. <laughs> yeah like, he's like I love physical
0: sport. Like he just that look mentality. that mentality. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> tendency. Yeah. And that's how Pittsburgh likes to play a lot. Or at least that's how they like to use they used oh, to like
1: they, to play. They they love physicality. Kind of uh oh what's his name? Uh just recently or uh, James Harrison.
0: James Harrison, yeah. Dirty, dirty it's man.
1: A, yeah, yeah. Really though. And then shown cold in the face. And then you could you could yeah. go back years before Ryan Shazier. Ryan Shazier. Um before he was paralyzed. Do what Eric
0: Sorry did. Nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, basically, they need to address offensive linemen. And I feel like Ikem Kwanu here, um, plus Najee in the backfield, that would be honestly kind of nasty. Because as you saw last, last year, you know, when they drafted Najee Harris, I was, I was worried about them taking a running back so high not because I thought Najee was going to be terrible. In fact, I thought he was going to be Derrick Henry-esque because that's how he was in college at Alabama. But the biggest problem I had was that entire Steelers offensive line was getting put. You you have rookies taking the place of two of the greatest offensive linemen that the Steelers have had in the last decade and a half, and David DeCastro and Alejandro Villanueva leaving, and then you have one of the better centers, and Marquise Pouncey just up and retiring with his with his brother. And so that offensive line was in tatters, and I was like, who's going to block for Najee? So, and I feel like this is the perfect place in time to pick Aquanu because he is such a mauler in the run game. And I feel like Nagy, him and Najee are going to form that, you know, one-two punch that's just going to, kill any defense that the Steelers come up against. Exactly, and that makes more sense because why not
1: establish your ground game when you obviously don't have the pass protection yet, so you can weigh on the quarterback because you don't want him to just get like 40 or 50 sacks taken next year on a rookie that is developing. I mean, unless you, like you said, you want to take them in the later rounds, which you can, but you want to more so establish their ground game it's more of a priority right now.
0: Right. That that, that makes a ton of sense, though, really. Heck yeah. All right. So, we're going to go ahead and move on to pick number 21. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, so, I've got New England Patriots at number 21 picking up David Ojabo, defensive end, Adam, Michigan. Oh, I like that. That's, that's good. I, yeah. I,
1: I do. Oh, he likes taking his Michigan players now and then, like he took uh oh who who is who's a defensive end now? Uh he uh he had blonde long hair, I forgot he was uh, fifty.
0: Uh, yeah. um, oh snap. Anyway. Um I'm trying to think. Vinovich or Winovich, Winovich. yes. Yeah, Chase Winovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. Chase Winovich. Yep. I was for some reason every time you say long blonde hair, big man. I always think Clay Matthews. So, yeah,
1: hearing all hit Clay Matthews. Yeah, that
0: yeah, he yeah, looks like nearly. I mean, it's a just, lot.
1: And anyway, yeah, Chase
0: Winovich, big man. Um, so basically, why I have that is, um, the Patriots' defense, in all honesty, wasn't as bad as some people think last year. Their biggest problem was they couldn't get to the quarterback. And that's what really killed them in a lot of those games later on down the line. So, my biggest thing is you need to take a defensive player at this pick. Either that or they trade down, like, you know, Belichick is used to doing. Uh, But if they pick here, I feel like they go David Ojabo. He's probably the best edge that you can pick up at this pick at the moment. Yeah. That's a good pick. Heck yeah.
1: All right. So, what do you got? Okay go on the opposite side of the ball, or uh, uh, opposite side of the ball, sorry. Receiver? Um, uh, yes, receiver. Nice. Actually, six foot five. Giant. in Drake one Drake.
0: Ooh. Uh, if he's at that pick, that's a no-brainer. But, here's the biggest, let me explain the biggest reason for me not taking a wideout at number 21 for New England, and it's the fact that Belichick loves to pick his defensive players early and his yeah. offensive players late. And it's just a weird trend that he's had for years. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean he did take a receiver in the first round. He's only taken a receiver in the first round two times, Ooh. I think, at the Patriots, and it was right. one of yeah. Keneal Harry. Or no, no, it was uh, uh Yeah, it was Harry. It was Harry. I was thinking Nikkeel of Kill Harry. I was thinking the other receiver, Brandon IU for the 49 nineers yes. but it wasn't a kill Harry. Um, but yeah, he 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 he. he that that's kind of why I actually haven't taken a receiver because at that point they need someone besides Julian Edelman. And yeah, good point. He kind of was looking for that jump ball receiver. Now you have, uh, who is the one they got from Forty ers in free agency? I'm trying to think of eighty
0: four. Right. Uh, you let's see. And yeah, Harry, I think I know who you're talking about. Um well the and, thing is they don't have Julian Edelman anymore. He's retired. Uh, and Nikhil Harry's, you know, Nikhil
1: Harry, Nikhil Harry, he strikes me more as a run blocker, um, receiver, not necessarily Harry. good receiver. Yeah, Nikhil Big Harry. And, and, and they also have uh other receivers and Jason Bayard and that uh Kendrick Bourne. That's the receiver I think. Yep. And uh some some other not necessarily great receivers, I guess you say, but kind of – kind of yeah. players. And mm-hmm. so with this yeah. pick I have them taking, it kind of establishes a good jump ball receiver. And I think his roof is – or his ceiling, sorry, is Mike Evans-esque. And that is that is big because – That is he, enormous. Dude. Mike Evans is actually, I think, at 6'5 as well. And he's fast and he can – he is
0: a awesome machine. They're like,
1: a lot of light. Drake london. Man. That's, that's a
0: pretty good pick in all honesty if he falls if drake london falls that far i feel like it'd be a no-brainer but like i said the biggest reason why i have him taking a defensive end here is because of his draft patterns throughout the entire like all every year for some yeah. weird reason i can't explain belichick always finds diamonds in the rough later on for the offense and yeah. then he finds kind of the down-and-dirty defensive players in, like, the first and second round and then gets his wideouts and tight ends and, you know, offensive linemen and even, like, running backs and quarterbacks. He gets them third-round plus, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, and, and I get that analysis. But some, some reason I could see them taking – or, I mean, a, a certain reason I could see them taking a defensive player, especially corner with his pick, is J.C. Jackson is expected to be a free
0: agent. But, I mean, they could retain him with that pick. That's true. I feel like they're going to retain him. You yeah. don't give up an asset that good. Well, with. you remember Stephon Gilmore, though, right? Well, the difference is J.C. Jackson is a heck of a lot younger. And, you know, Stefan Gilmore was having injury problems towards the end. So, well, it, I mean, I mean, still, he just came off of deep defensive offensive players. Oh, yeah, I know. It was ridiculous. But well, what was it? 4th and 6th, something like that.
1: Bro. I mean, it was nothing for the Panthers to give up for him. I mean, it was like, wow, everyone was expecting a round pick or yeah, something exactly. big, and they give up 4th and a 5th. Well, a in all
0: honesty, you kind of look at Belichick's, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. His no. Track, record. track record. You know, what did, what did Stefan Gilmore really do yeah. in <laughs> Carolina for the rest of the season? No offense to Stefan at all. I feel like it was the secondary he was on, which should have been freaking rock solid, but you know. Yeah. But it's one of those things, you know, I don't ever question Belichick because ninety five percent of the time he knows I mean, why he's getting rid of a player. So I mean, he's yeah, I mean there's still solid players like Chandler Jones. I mean, he had like 90 and
1: a half sacks two or three seasons ago. I mean he oh, yeah. on a sacks this year, but that was
0: one well, of the Well the biggest thing it's doing. either the reason Belichick gets rid of his players is for one of two reasons. Number one, it's because, you know, they don't really fit in the scheme and they can't really play well in the scheme. Yeah. And two, it's because, you know, he can foresee the downhill slope pretty dang well with most prospects. So it's one of those things like he got rid of stuff Gilmore because, you know, he's getting older and um, like, you know, he saw the end coming pretty, pretty soon. That's true. So, and no offense to Stephon Gilmore, heck, he—I may say that—and he has two to three more uh, Pro Bowl seasons with the Panthers these next few years, and then he retires. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, if Belichick got rid of him, there's got to be a good reason. So, if Belichick is going to give up anybody. It's got to be for a good reason.
1: Yeah. Good, good analysis. And see, I, I pick with what you said about uh, David Ojabo, but they get a ton of money for Matthew, Matt Judon and free agent. I mean, they have decent def- defensive line. And you kind of know it, Bill Belichick, he's more stability than star studded power, I guess you could say, besides Tom Brady. I mean, well, uh, right. But- to you them. know what I mean when I'm 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 in school. I say that. And and that's just kind of how the offense was run. It wasn't was a star here and there and then like someone else's a second or third string at best, but they were they were, they were solid. You know, They'll get you through in key right. moments. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: I get that. All right. So I guess we'll move on to Las Vegas at number twenty two. What do you got? Oh the Las Vegas Raiders taking wide receiver
1: David from Purdue. Nice. All right. All right. All right. see, I mean, he kind of fits that mold of receiver that they're wanting. I mean they took and Henry Ruggs was a five ten, five eleven receiver that was that ran a four. 4-2, four, four, I think. Some four. It was
0: quick.
1: And he had some problems that led to his release. He a good good, good solid receiver for them at the time yeah. that needed. But he'll run a 4-2. I think he'll run a 4-3. Four four at least, but it, I would say at most a four three, low in four two. But I, I would yeah. say that his floor would be a four three. He's kind of just his area where you can almost guarantee, him. and that's why I had the Raiders because they need like you say, just they kind of need that receiver that's a speedster. Kind of can stretch the field because you have Darren Waller who's going to be kind of your mediumish route tied in, and then you need yeah. to some to get downfield to help take away where 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 defenses rely on Darren too much and they let up the big play. You kind of it, it is what I'm saying, and and they've got the stable ground so they can take out linebackers and plays with Josh Jacobs. Stepping up, and Kenyon Drake even the backup running back who has proved that he is reliable in a backup <clears throat> and I'm calling me wrong, but I think with a new offensive system with um, uh, McDaniel coming over from the Patriots I think for him where he'll actually be close. No, I, I say close, but he'll actually have 4,500 passing yards, over, I predict, next year. Probably. And that's, 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 that's a statement. That is bold. But, but if, if they get him a, I believe that will be the turn. That'll be of what they need. Yeah, right.
0: Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. So at pick number 22. I have Las Vegas taking wide out as well but ooh. and I don't think you're gonna like this
1: it, ooh.
0: It's, uh, but, yeah uh, I have them taking one of the most transcendent deep threats yet oh goodness
1: good say. old
0: Traylon on Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas good Lord. why are you having to do that to my boy I'm Sorry. Oh, Listen, no. I know the Raiders love their receivers, and Henry Ruggs was that deep threat that they could get out. And Traylon Burks is a much taller, much bigger, and you know, maybe slightly slower, but he can he still has wheels. You know, yeah. Burks, Raiders, I like that picture, but <laughs> I see it.
1: <laughs> oh. Well,
0: you know, they did the same thing with Darren McFadden.
1: Oh, why'd you have to bring his name? I'm sorry.
0: Man? I anyway, but and I yeah. hated it too. But I feel I, like I've seen what they did with his career. What, why, why are you telling me? <laughs> I'm sorry, but basically, at this point, they need a deep threat. You know, Deshaun Jackson is really their only deep threat. You know, Hunter Redfro good, but he can only stretch the field so far. Uh, Brian Edwards is still coming into his own, but he's more of a mid range to short. Um, and then you have Deshaun Jackson, who's like really good deep threat, but he's what, 30? You know, yeah. he's not getting any younger. And you need that, you know, staple deep threat. And I feel like out of everyone in this draft, aside from Jamison Williams, because of the ACL tear, unless they give him time to Hill, okay. Traylon Burks is the next best pick. Okay.
1: And yeah, yeah, exactly. And I could see them maybe taking Jamison Williams as well. I mean, depending on his health, his health stability, or I uh, say, his health records that come yeah in the future. But anyway, yeah, I I I could see that happening. Yeah, especially right. with yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, especially with the receiver. Is their slot guy? He's kind of been that dependable Julian Edelman esque type player. That'll be a right. stability. Then, then they could have a deep threat on the outside. Just, just someone. Right. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Okay. I guess we'll move on to pick number twenty three, Arizona. So, basically, who I have their biggest need and it's been this way since Pat Pete left is corner. So I have them taking I wanna I wanna say it's pronounced Kair Elam quarterback oh. out of Florida. <laughs> I feel like you don't like
1: it very much. No, no, I, I, I actually like it. I'm just containing my excitement right now.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, I got you. Yeah, actually, <laughs> the
1: actually, only thing that I do not like about Kier Elam, and this is just him as a prospect, is his willingness or
0: necessarily to tackle. Yeah, that seems to be a trend with a lot of the DBs in this class. True.
1: Except for like maybe uh, Andrew Booth. I've actually seen him. He, he is a physical run tackler. And that's, that's true. Well, but yeah, I, 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 I don't think he'd be in. I, I, that, that's the only thing that concerns me, though, really. And that, like you said, it comes with a lot of corners as well in this draft and previous drafts. Not every corner, I guess you could say.
0: That's true, but I mean, like, if Kyir Lam doesn't go here, I feel like Andrew Booth's gonna be the pick. But you know, for this draft, I have Kyir Lam going right here. Yeah, that's it. A...
1: Okay, so now got? them take a player you had going somewhere else in it come it. Icam came equanu.
0: Okay, okay, offensive so they go tackle. line.
1: And this may be a little less on the pass protection side. Kyler Murray would like, but made offensive tackle. He's the best available, or they just need an offensive in General, they can move him inside. I mean, put him at guard. They just need someone right now.
0: Desperate. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening definitely. Um, I have their second base need being offensive line because they're, you know, they're okay, but they don't have much youth. So they kind of, you know, they need that flexible offensive lineman. And yeah, I can see Aquanu going there too if he drops that far.
1: Exactly. exactly. Especially the, kind of thing with Kyle Murray recently is so yeah, yeah you know, you you know the situation like aimed, so you kind of kind That's of wonder episode,
0: kind of wonder if it's a Russell Wilson situation. true it could be it could very well be i mean he was decently protected last this last season but i mean you know it could have been better definitely i'll agree with that but Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, it's more of a Russell Wilson thing. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Next pick. Yes, last one of this half of the episode. Number 24, Dallas Cowboys. Who you got? I got them taking a safety that they kind
1: of desperately need and on their defense besides a, I guess, a middle linebacker. Edge linebacker like Micah Parsons, but or or a I guess you could argue, a, or defensive end, which he'll be losing, Randy Gregory and a few others free agency. But I think a safety for them, Daxton Hill from Michigan, would be the best pick okay. at this point. And he's he's the second best class, I believe. And I mean, he's He's kind of on the shorter end. He's not necessarily a Tyron Matthews player, but, I mean, he can get down and dirty, but he's more of a walker, I think. And he's quick. Yeah, he's on a 4-3 or 4-4 at the Combine, so that's that's, that's something real will right. no Yeah. And, and, he, and he has a high hybrid... vert and, and he's just agile, i heard, so I think this pickup yeah. will be nice for the – Cowboys secondary, definitely, especially with Trayvon Diggs back there having, what, 12,
0: 13 picks this year. That's true. Yeah. Well, with Dallas, I do have them actually addressing their secondary, but I have them flip-flopping. I believe they're going to go DB. And... I have them taking the best corner available right now in the draft, and that is Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson. Oh, Yeah. That actually would be nice. I don't think anyone would throw on them in all honesty, because you got got Trayvon and Andrew Booth, who can lay the boom but also can pick. He's such such a good ball hawker.
1: Yeah. He's shown amazing... Uh, criticism 511. Yeah, that just his fluidness, his hand eye coordination, and the way it's 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 underrated when when someone loses your hips in coverage because you can see more fluid, and you have a chance of uh breaking up the pass or picking it up, yeah, really, which he yeah. has shown his amazing one hand grabs in college and practice. Man is a beat. Yeah. Domain. He is good.
0: Well, yeah, and the biggest thing, the biggest reason why I also have them taking uh, DB here as well is because... Yeah, Trayvon had a lot of interceptions this season, but on the other hand, he also let up some the most passing yards by you know, yeah for a DB. It's a boomer bus kind of corner. Yeah, you could just burn him if you if you that, was, that receiver. Yeah, there I think know. he was. God, don't get me wrong, I think he was great. I think he played pretty dang good this season, but you can't let up that many passing yards. I don't care how many picks you get in the season. I will take, you know, a shutdown corner over a lurking corner any day. And I feel like, you know, Andrew Booth is the best of both worlds in that. Yeah. And, uh,
1: lurking corners take chances. So Yeah. Lockdown corners just get the exactly, pass. exactly. And if a pick can come in the other receiver. Exactly. Can...
0: Yeah. All right, I think we're going to move on to uh our commercial break and then we'll come back and we'll see about the last pit the last eight picks in the draft. So right. we will be right back. Hey. We're back. From ad break, that was quick. In all honesty, yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll move on and wrap this sucker up. Oh. All right, so at number twenty-five, Buffalo Bills. Who you got, Jeremiah? I have the Bills taking. Water. Sauce
1: Gardener. Oh, Sauce Gardener. Nice. I like that. Bit. that. Sauce. sauce. The sauce. The, the sauce. The sauce. He's called the Sauce, guys, because this dude was mad. In his collegiate career, he did not let up a single passing touchdown. That's insane. He did not let up a sing. Let me repeat, he did not let up a passing. That is ridiculous. The, the, I know he played at Cincinnati, which is technically an FC, non, I think it is an FC. Not yeah, and it's kind of sure. He played Georgia, I think, last yeah. He's playing legitimate on, or legitimate competition. Oh yeah. Don't throw shade yeah, on, this, okay. on this man. He was all over the receivers and like mild sauce on my chalupa. Okay. Y'all okay, see. We'll, hold, it, hold it, hold it Yeah, right. the sauce. I'm in the guys. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. The guy is is <laughs> he is something else. He's six two, and he's even shown the ability to blitz at key moments. And that is, and, and he has also shown what, as well he's not afraid to tackle someone. So that that is also popping. Let's look at his his his, I, his 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 traits his um. As we, uh, well, uh, his durability, his kind know. of performance on the field. They're, they're wanting to learn player as best. To I really like it about it. And, and it, now Micah Jordan Poyer, Trey Day, and Johnson, I think, uh, Teron yep. Johnson's a lot. That's a pretty nasty match at, at corner right now. I think this would be too good for Step on, and they would simply just have to take him
0: with this pick. I can see him doing it. All right. I I will agree with you. I do have Buffalo taking secondary help, I do have them taking a cornerback. But in my draft, Ahmad Gardner went earlier to the Minnesota Vikings at number 12. So instead, I have them taking the best available at this point, in my opinion, which is Roger McCreary out of Auburn.
1: That's a good pick. I I do like that. And he's a solid cornerback that he has. Well, I mean
0: you got to understand, their secondary needs so much help. Well, at least their corners do. Because once trade Day went down, their entire secondary was a different team. Almost. It was night and day. It was just sad. And they need an anchor besides Tredavious White. So, I feel like McCreary or Gardner, if he drops this far, which I don't think he will in all honesty, but if he does, yeah. And maybe Buffalo trades up to get him. That could always happen. But, yeah. So, cornerback, I will agree with you, but two different ones, two different places, two different, you know, careers. But, all in all, I'd say they definitely go DB here. All right. Moving on to number 26, we have the Tennessee Titans. Who do you got? Okay. With the 26,
1: I have the Titans taking – Wide receiver Jamison Williams, Alabama. All
0: right, all right. I
1: like that pick. But, uh, you want me to explain my pick? Sure. I put some thought into this one. I guess a little. Actually, I... picking him this pick. They're mock drafts, and the reason why. He needs time to. to, 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 to right. Then go the, to. The Titans were getting up in age, and you have AJ. And after that is kind of a weak depth, but Julio's not getting any younger, and he proved last year he was really kind of injured. Right kind of stifled his, his uh, Tennessee career date. And I think adding Williams in this but also, also let him have time to recover because you're not needing him at this moment.
0: That is a really good point. Sadly I went in a different direction you know. oh. I kind of, I don't know. I thought about Tennessee, and I know they need wide out, but uh, you know, nah, I'm just kidding. I went Davison Williams here too. Um, I have them for the exact same reasons you do too. They can't win with AJ Brown only, and you know Julio's getting up there in age. He's a couple seasons away from retirement, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and since, you know, Jamison tore his ACL in the championship game, he's probably gonna drop this far, maybe even early second round. But in all honesty, if they give him some time to recover and maybe, you know, learn from one of the greatest deep threats in the game right now. Yeah. In the past like decade, um I feel like he would he's gonna be a really, really good addition. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. We agreed on something. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to number twenty seven, Tampa Bay. Who do you got? Okay.
1: Taking quarterback Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. Honestly, I see the max out of this pick and guess what? I because they need quarterbacks so desperately after Tom Brady's retirement, I think. This is a bold prediction, but I think they trade with 49ers for G- desperate enough to give up their first-round pick for a proven quarterback who was with the same system as Tom Brady was in the Patriots, crazy enough. And they take a position of need here in trading that. But with this mock draft, I actually have them taking another quarterback in a more development stage in Desmond Ritter yeah
0: okay. yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I will the only reason I object to this is um, wait, hold on, is Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded or is he at the end of his contract? I thought he was at the end of his contract. I think he
1: has one more year left and then he's at the end of his contract, but I believe uh,
0: I believe they're wanting to trade him. Okay, I knew they wanted to get you know move on to Trey Lance. And get rid of Jimmy G, but I, I didn't know if they had, uh, if he still had years on his contract or not. That's where I was getting hung up. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see it. I can definitely see them taking quarterback with this pick or trading for Jimmy G. I can definitely see them trading for Jimmy G. No matter what. I don't think they'll give up a first, maybe a second. I don't think the Niners think that highly of Jimmy Gar- Garoppolo. I know what he did. Well, this season, but. This is where I'm getting my point at. You're
1: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who else? Who else can you get that has a proven talent of getting his team to the Super Bowl now, whether or not he is a good, legitimate quarterback? Who else has proven this? Lane Gaffer. Well, that will be in free. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. The biggest reason I do see Jimmy G going to the um, going to the Buccaneers, but I, and I believe Bruce Arians has come out and said this, or maybe it was just uh, Byron Leftwich, uh, but I think it was Bruce Arians. He literally came out and said how fascinated and interested he is in Blaine Gabbert, and that kind of worries me a little bit, but at the same time, you know, it kind of makes sense because he's, I don't know, um, but if not Blaine Gabbert, then definitely Jimmy G, and if all else fails, I think they have a future GOAT in Kyle Trask to start. Good point, they could try him. Kyle I mean, Trask, yeah. honestly, I think he's going to be good. That may just be me, but I think he's going to be good. I, I
1: I totally have the same I think he's kind of that field general with Somewhat a cannon of an arm that can that leader that the Buccaneers need if they want to go cheap and not necessarily get a first round pick
0: for Jimmy G. Yeah, I can see it happening definitely. Well, on this one, I actually did do a 180. Um, I'm looking to the defense. Okay. Because there is a lot of age on that defense. Yeah. Like, That's- the secondary is really young. The linebackers are decently young. Mm-hmm. And then the front four, it's just like, good Lord, it's like a retirement home up there. I mean, you got JPP, you got... Um, Levante David. Levante David. Well, front yeah. four. Yeah, front four, sorry. yeah. Anyway, no, you're good. You got JPP... You've got Ndamukong Sue, and you've got um, – uh, oh,
1: no, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah. He's, the inside. inside, not necessarily outside.
0: But she's actually kind of the youngest of that four, front four group. Yeah, and that's not saying much in all honesty. What was he drafted, 15, 16? Yeah. He's like 28, 29. Yeah. He's, he's getting up there. So, I think – Tampa Bay needs some youth on that front force. And in all honesty, I will say um, I think their youngest on that front four is actually Vita Vea, defensive tackle, because he was drafted in 18. But yeah. yeah, I see where you're going with Shaq. But my biggest thing is they need a young edge rusher because they literally have JPP and Shaq Barrett. And they're getting up there in age. They're not getting any younger. Uh, so i have them taking the best available edge or actually second best but the best that fits their scheme and the way um this player played in college so from what i saw i had two edge rushers that i kind of boiled it down to and either one you know one was going to get taken by the bucks and the other one was getting going to get taken by the packers with the next pick and i figure Depending on the way they played is what order they went in. So I watched the two film, and I believe that the Tampa the best defensive end at this pick that plays well enough and close enough to Tampa Bay's kind of system and the way they like their edge rushers is Drake Jackson out of USC. Oh, actually, that's a good pick. That is. It's good. just I don't know why. It's just the way that I watched him. It reminds me of kind of the edge rusher that jason pierre paul and shaq barrett are and the way that bruce arians loves to run them run his edge rushers like it it just seemed like drake jackson kind of was that uncanny young piece that arians could add to that defensive line maybe yeah. stick in there every so often maybe next to joe tryon even but, oh that's that's a good point but i think drake jackson it was between him and uh my next pick which is arnold of Akibi. Uh, But I think Drake Jackson probably played the most like Tampa Bay loves to use their edge rushers. You know, he played a lot like how they do it. So, yeah, that's why I think he's a good scheme fit, in my opinion. Yeah. I like that pick. It's a good good idea. I like your Desmond Ritter pick, definitely. If all else fails, I feel like they do go QB. But, you know, I feel like if they want to do something, I guess – to kind of solidify their already monstrous defense, I feel like going Drake Jackson here is decent too. That actually is a good, that is a good perspective and a good pick. I, I will agree with that. Yeah. All right, moving on to number twenty-eight, Green Bay. Who you got?
1: Okay, I have Green Bay with the twenty-eighth overall selection taking what Le- Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Okay, okay, okay. And this is if Devontae Adams either goes to free agency, has a holdout on his franchise tag, gets traded, or just he doesn't sign or he goes to free. Basically, if he leaves. Yeah.
0: Or if he holds out and sits on the bench. Yeah, or if he does that too. I can see it definitely. Traylon could add a whole new dimension to that Green Bay offense, and depending on if Aaron Rodgers leaves or not, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just see. We'll see.
1: I mean, and of I course, mean, course, they'll need a receiver. The yeah, receiver, anyways, even if for Jordan but I do I do agree with your perspective on that.
0: Yeah, and Trelon definitely – yeah, you need that, you know, deep threat like Trelon was in Arkansas. I can see that. They haven't really had a deep threat like the way Traylon Burks plays since um, – oh, I'd almost be – in all honesty, I'd almost say Jordy Nelson was their like, deep threat, aside from Devontae Adams, of course. Yeah. So – yeah, I can see it. Definitely. Maybe Rodgers can pump out a few more Hail Marys before he retires, too. Yeah. But, yeah. I like your angle, but like I said earlier, um, Green Bay, I feel like they're going to do- go defense. They've been doing it for a while, and it seems like they never pick wide receiver till like the second or third round. It's a weird trend, and I don't really like it. I like your pick of Traylon Burks, but the way they're drafting, I feel like they're going to go Arnold Abakiti out of Penn State because okay. he's the best defensive end player that they had that they could get right here, and they do need edge rusher. They could not get to the quarterback on defense at all. Yeah, it was almost depressing. Uh, uh, yeah, I
1: agree so. with it. And, and besides that, they have pays or they have big pay going out to Preston. Zadarius Smith, the Smith brothers don't yeah. have enough in, at, in Rashawn Gary so they could pair up with um as well and uh, who'd you say it was Penn Oh yeah, Arnold Abikidi. It, Abikidi, yeah, exactly. Well, with Abikidi from Penn State.
0: I think it'd be pretty good tangent. Yeah. Be pretty dang scary. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll move on to pick number 29 with Miami. Getting it from San Fran, who you got? Okay, so Miami, I have been taking
1: offensive guard Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. Now, here's why I say offensive guard. He is an offensive tackle, but I feel like the way he's developed in his game, the way he's molded kind of, he doesn't fit the offensive tackle style, so I feel like he can go to guard. In Miami, they need an offensive lineman badly at whatever I can position. See it, definitely. So that's why I have them taking with their overall selection.
0: I can definitely see that in all honesty. I do have an offensive lineman going at this pick. Sadly, I have Trevor Penning kind of going later on, and I don't think he's going to drop to. Where I have him, but um, you know, um, I have Miami picking up uh, Bernhard Raymond out of Central Michigan. Okay, yeah, he's not as good as Penning, but in all honesty, people have swip swapped those two. Uh, Penning, because of how he looked in the Senior Bowl. I mean, Raymond didn't look as any or much better, but you know, some people have. Raymond going higher than Penning. Some people have him going lower, definitely. Some people have him as a second-round pick, but I feel like he has the skills of a first, late first. But yeah, I could definitely see them taking Trevor Penning, one or the other. Yeah.
1: Pretty good. I like that pick. Definitely hurt. Okay. So... The number 30th overall selection, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them taking edge Rush, David Ojabo from Michigan, and now this this would be or just because of his production, I like it. But I mean, I think it would be a steal if the Chiefs got him. Yeah, it'd be a steal. Heck yeah, Chiefs. I mean, they kind of need another edge rusher, even if Frank Clark is cut or not.
0: I don't so think he's going to be, in all honesty. He's too good. He is.
1: And, good. and I don't, I'm not saying not. But it's just. they got to get Tyran back. they got to get Orlando. Like, or firepower. And I just feel like they have holes to fill. And one one way to do, this,
0: but that's true. Well, I like the idea of getting Ojabo and a defensive end. I feel like cornerback is what everyone's just like. Yes, please get a cornerback in the first round. But the thing is, at this point, there's not many good ones unless Kansas City finds a way to trade up further and get like Andrew Booth or uh, Roger McCreary earlier on. Um. At number 30, I actually have them going the opposite side of the ball. I have them taking uh, Kenyon Green, offensive lineman out of Texas AM, if he drops this far. Now, the reason I say this is because even though they've completely restructured their offensive line, there's still been concerns about um, Patrick Mahomes', you know time in the pocket he's definitely had way more time this season than he's ever had in his entire career yet but you know you've got aging you've got an aging veteran in Joe Thune and even um, uh, Kyle Long coming out of retirement for the season and not really starting I don't understand why they did probably just for depth and then you know you have questionable players like Trey Smith I like him but the problem is he hasn't been able to stay on the field for very long and then you have his backup, Andrew Wiley, who's, you know, hit or miss depending on the game or the player that he's up against that he has to block. So, um, I kind of feel like getting a player like Kenyon Green can further cement this offensive line. And if they want, they can start him over Smith or even over a uh, Niang. But I feel like Smith will probably be the one that they start him over.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And. I do like that Well, the problem I have with it is when he is on the field he is in top 10 of the league in run blocking and I I, I know he's not he's kind of more sketchy at pass blocking but if you're in top 10 in the run and run blocking department in the league I mean that's going to get you a job somewhere and I want to say top 5 in a
0: run block win
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah. I can I see it. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Trey Smith is really good at run blocking. The problem I have is Kansas City is a base RPO slash pat vertical passing offense. And yeah, they ran it quite a bit with Clyde Edwards Hilaire and uh Daryl Williams and even um you know Jerick McKinnon and they had some decent success. But and even with um, Michael Burton, but I don't know. I just kind of see Trey Smith as like, like you said, he's not that good at pass blocking, and you know, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like they cement their offensive line further because they want to keep their multi-million dollar QB safe. Yeah. So, but yeah, I could see them taking. Uh, Ojabo here to replace someone like Frank Clark. I could also see them taking uh, cornerback, maybe trading up for cornerback, even maybe or maybe just reaching for an early second rounder here. But well, yeah, even if they're not replacing Frank Clark, I mean, he would be to have to come. Oh, yeah, him. definitely. If Ojabo yeah. drops there and goes to Kansas City, I am scared to think what Steve Spagnola does with him. And I hope he doesn't the one thing I hope he doesn't is I hope he doesn't ruin him. But I don't think he does.
1: I mean heck, even if he drops with top twenty, top twenty-five I would I'd be totally for that. I mean seriously, that would just be a matchup nightmare.
0: Yeah, that'd be crazy.
1: Oh man, I'm telling you what, that him on the outside, Chris Jones on the inside.
0: That'd be scary. Man. I I shuddered to think what would happen. Yeah, man,
1: really. Okay. All right. Next pick. Moving on. And these last two picks are not necessarily guaranteed because of how the Super Bowl will turn out tomorrow. Which, hey, tomorrow's the Super Bowl, everybody. Super Bowl Sunday. Me, Wait, really? Yeah, I mean, besides the <laughs> halftime, going to be probably trash like it always is. Oh, sorry. My opinion, I guess, just because everyone loves tuning in the halftime, they apparently. Do. We all love Lady Gaga. Come on. I mean, it's
0: Snoop Dogg, don't roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just Dude. I'm honestly excited for halftime. I'll say it. This is probably the best halftime we've had in a while okay I will
1: on.
0: That. okay that's just my opinion though but anyway Eagles. so who do you got picking at number 31 Jeremiah I have a 31 the Cincinnati bengals picking corner care Elam from Florida I can see it yeah they need someone to replace well mm, I I like the pick of Elam at 31 my biggest problem is Cincinnati's problem isn't really in secondary. I feel so, like they're pretty set. Okay, I agree.
1: Trey, Jadobi, and those are your three top corners, right? No. Nope. Tra- you're forgetting someone. Do what? You're forgetting
0: no, someone. Not Jesse Bates. I'm talking about Oh, I know. I know. But you're missing a very vital corner in their depth uh, death chart. What? A man by the name of, you know, one you're missing one Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton.
1: Yes, Mike Hilton. He he's actually probably their second, if not best, corner this year. But they're there are two lower corners at this point. You could make the case for Trey Waynes and Eli Apple. And if you could get a better corner, and also I, I believe Trey Wayne's would be a, a prime cut candidate come free agency or the draft timeline or whatever, because he's due. They can save eight million to $10 million by cutting him. I think either pre July first or post July first or something like that. Yeah. They, they could decide to cut him to get a more young, vital rookie and care along or someone else out of this draft.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I I think they could take corner it right here. Um, with my pick at number 31, I have Cincinnati taking a huge position of need. Like they addressed it last season. But here's the thing. I am still – I know what Jamar Chase did. He's offensive rookie of the year. Everyone knows what Jamar Chase did this season. But my criticism still remains for the first round with Cincinnati. I'm fine – like, Jamar Chase had a great year. I'm not going to deny that. I will stand by me saying that they could have skipped over him to get a generational talent in Panay Well or maybe even taking Rashawn Slater at that pick. What they need is still offensive line. Yeah. That is why I have Cincinnati at number 31 picking up Trevor Penning out of northern El- northern Iowa. Okay. That's a good pickup. Like I said, I like I said earlier, I don't know if he's gonna drop this far Maybe he will, maybe he won't. You know, it's either him or Raymond at this pick. I feel like they're going to address their offensive line right now solely because of how much in the past two years uh, Cincinnati, or that Joe Burrow's been sacked. I mean, he was sacked nine times alone in the Tennessee game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But I feel like if they, you know, give their offensive line more of a concrete um, you know, Trevor Penning can start as soon as he goes to Cincinnati. He'll be an instant starter, no doubt about it. Um, and I feel like if they keep, you know, solidifying that offensive line, pretty much if Joe Burrow never gets sacked, Cincinnati is going to be probably one of, if not the scariest team in the AFC. Well, I, I totally agree. Easily, totally you know.
1: joe burrow is insane
0: yeah joe shiesty yeah i really do <laughs> i'm not calling him joe cool there's aria joe cool he can be whatever else he wants but he cannot be called joe cool Dude, insane yeah sorry joe cool is reserved for the greatest of all time mr joe montana and until uh Joe Burrow wins wins four or more Super Bowls with the Bengals. I'm not calling him Joe Cool. Okay. We can live with that. Fair idea. enough. <laughs> it's just a personal thing, you know. Got to respect the king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. All okay. right.
1: So, all final pick taking the Bengals to the Super Bowl is an achievement in itself.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Like the Bengals have had
0: Oh. Fair, fair, fair enough. But still, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't have enough respect for him yet to call him Joe Cool. Right.
1: Hey, how, about, how about this Joe Swagger? Joe Swag.
0: Let's just stick with Joe Sheisty.
1: Yeah. Okay, Joe Sheisty. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean,
0: I know Joe Swagger – Nah, it doesn't roll off the tongue like Joe Sheisty. Just, I'm just playing. I know. With anyways. Um. <laughs> Final pick, number 32. Okay, who you got, Eric? All right, Detroit Lions from the Los Angeles Rams because they traded for Matthew Stafford. The Detroit Lions, in my opinion, their biggest need since they already addressed in my draft, they addressed wide receiver with Garrett Wilson at number two. I believe at this point they're going to take their destined franchise Matt Stafford and Jared Goff, who's not going to be their starter for the next after next year. I can already guarantee you that. So at this pick I have them taking quarterback out of Ole Miss Matt Corral. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I just have a gut feeling he won't drop that far, but I mean that's my feeling.
0: Yeah, I do too, but in all honesty, I feel like Matt Corral, number 32, I feel like it's a match made in heaven. You know, uh, Detroit, they're developing into a pass-happy but still, you know, run-heavy run, run heavy offense. Yeah. Even with Jared Goff and someone with the mobility and just the spectacular arm that Matt Corral had at Old Miss – Yes. I think I think Detroit would be scary, in all honesty. I don't think they're going to be playoff contenders, especially not only if they get Garrett Wilson and Matt Corral. I think they'll be a step closer. But, you know, if they take their franchise quarterback in Matt Corral at this pick, I feel like they'll be sitting pretty for the next couple of years. And then if they draft right the next couple of years, they may become playoff contenders. Will they become yes. Super Bowl contenders? No. And that is... Solely because of, um, the uh, the, the curse. Oh yeah,
1: that's the, true. That too. They're just the bear. The, they're the lions. Sorry, the lion. I are about to call it's them the bears. So well, the bears too. I'm sorry. That's, that's depressing, but it's um, the truth. I will. Anyway, say, so, I will what? say that. And if he drops that forward, then you have to take him. He, yeah, he, I feel like. He's a good quarterback. He's even smart if you overlook the Arkansas game in 2021 with how many interceptions?
0: Oh yeah. I don't even remember. Four?
1: Two so. of them were taken to the house, but we ain't going to talk about that game. Or, well, yeah. Yeah, we gonna talk about that game. We can talk about that game if y'all want to, but, but <laughs> overlook that game. He's a
0: very good quarterback. Like, very, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, he's – He's got a great skill set. He's the best of both. I mean, he's a dual threat, I do believe. Yeah. Like, that man's got some wheels. But he's also got an arm. He's just got a cannon, too. It's crazy. True. Exactly. Uh-oh. All right. So, who you got with your final pick, Jeremiah? My final pick, I have the
1: Detroit Lions taking Kyler Gordon, Washington. Cornerback? Corner, yes, sorry. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, because I was kind of having him prepare more of in the terms of next year picking a quarterback at this position. And you know, kind of building the team around him, more or less building a good solid defense and then building up the offense later. Which Yeah, I could see it definitely. I mean next to a running back or a wide receiver your quarterback's best friend is because they will bail him out if he makes yeah. a bad decision or bad read or whatever and turns it over he knows that he can trust his defense to step up in key moments or that he knows they if they got his back basically right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I should definitely see them taking a quarterback at that position. Or not quarterback, uh corner cornerback. See them taking a quarterback as well, but Yeah. As
1: my is I doubt they'd take one. But if it does your shows, Eric, I, I highly highly think or I
0: highly doubt that they wouldn't take a quarterback. Yeah. Well, with Matt Corral, it's between Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett, and I feel like Matt Corral just comes from a similar kind of scheme. Like, Dan Campbell is starting to run more of a scheme that, like, Matt Corral did in Old Miss, you know? Same sort of system. Dan Campbell's trying to transform the Lions into a very pass-happy but also run-heavy offense. Yeah. And I know he likes his defensive players, and he – If he doesn't go Aiden Hutchinson with with his number two overall pick and Garrett Wilson instead, he may go for defense with this last pick. So I do kind of like your cornerback choice. Yeah. I can definitely see them doing that. Okay. All right. Uh, That's the end of our drafts. All in all, we had a few picks that were similar, a lot that were different. But that's the fun of listening to each other's drafts, I'm, in all honesty. Yeah. A lot of fun. All yeah. right, so I guess we'll... Did, you, did you want to say something,
1: that? Jeremiah? No, no, i just saying that I really enjoyed doing this with my bros again. My
0: Heck yes. yes. And so, don't but... forget, this is a four-part series, which means... We will be working on 2.0 and coming out with it probably after the Combine. Yeah, that's yeah. a good... Get kind of a... The
1: Combine is what in... Third through the sixth, I believe. Through the sixth, yes. Oh, that's nice.
0: it so in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. It'll be fun. And then we'll do our... Uh, well, let's see. Uh, we got... Next week, week after next, and then the next week after that, and then that... Thursday, or no, it's that Saturday through, I don't know, I don't know what it is, anyway. But basically, it's, you know, about three weeks away, and once it's done, we'll take a week, revise our mock drafts, maybe another week, and then we'll post our second half. Yeah, If y'all are okay with that. It. sounds good all right well hope y'all enjoyed volume one or uh version one and uh jeremiah you want to say anything before we sign off uh not much he said
1: you know we love y'all uh, don't forget to keep god number one god bless y'all see you ya. see you